Binge or Purge streaming reviews. I am your host, Demo. My co-host is Joe Taylor. This is episode 60. And it's almost that time of year, folks. Emmys! Yeah, virtual Emmys, which makes no difference to us because we only get to watch them on TV anyway. I know, but I wonder what it's going to be like this year. There's going to be no red carpet. I don't care about the red carpet, really. You like the fashion, I do enjoy the fashion. Yeah, who are you wearing, etc. Yeah. Yeah, who's wearing (laughs) you? (laughs) So none of that, but it'll still be on. It will be. On time. And here's the thing, man. A lot of stuff that is up for Emmys, we have reviewed on this show. Most of it. Most of it. Now, the big news this year is Netflix set an all-time record with the most nominations ever. They got 160. Usually HBO like dominates. They're always like, oh, HBO gets the most. HBO has 107 this year, but Netflix has 160 which is crazy, which tells you what everyone's watching. Well, it's hard to find. I know you're going to go down the list in a minute, but it's hard to find a lot of things on this list that are on basic cable or the letter stations. NBC's on here? But but the good place. I'm like, oh, congratulations, NBC. Well, of course, now that went to, you know, where? The Peacock, right? Well, it went to Netflix first. Is it at the Peacock now or is it still, you know, maybe it's on HBO Max because of the Time Warner thing? Who knows? It was definitely on Netflix. The first three seasons of The Good Place are currently streaming on Netflix. No word yet on when season four will be available. And it's possible that it might go directly to NBC's Peacock. I just want to go down the list of everything we watched on Netflix that has a nomination. Now, not everything has got something in like the big categories, but they are nominations nonetheless. Are you ready? This is just Netflix. This is just Netflix okay. and stuff that we reviewed. Okay. American Factory. Big Mouth, Black Mirror, BoJack Horseman, Circus of Books, Dead to Me, Dave Chappelle's Sticks and Stones, Don't F with Cats, El Camino, A Breaking Bad Movie, The End of the Effing World, Glow, Jerry Seinfeld, 23 Hours to Kill, The Dark Crystal, Age of Resistance, Orange is the New Black, Ozark, The Politician, Seth Meyers' Lobby Baby, Space Force, Stranger Things, and Tiger King. Okay, let me, I can't quite see your list from here. I see that you've noted what we said about them. I don't recognize a lot of purges in that list. There are only three. Okay, wait, let me guess. Uh-huh. Uh, Dark Crystal? No. Okay, then I don't want to guess because it'll take forever. What What are they? Tiger King? I said binge on that. I said purge. Well, well whatever. Space split, Force. Split. Definite purge. Definite yeah. purge. And don't F with cats. Yeah. But we watched them all. We did. We watched <laughs> For, all that stuff, which it's crazy to me. Now, the, the show with the most nominations is on HBO, which is one of my favorite things from this year. And you know what it is. Watchmen. Yeah, I saw that. Lots of nominations. 26 nominations. Wow. And then here's what blew my mind. And I don't even know how I feel about this, but The Mandalorian on Disney Plus, the first Star Wars TV show, got 15 nominations, including Best Drama. Where else do you put it? It's not a comedy, is it? But do you put it there at all? Best drama? Really? As much as we enjoyed it, and as much of a Star Wars fan I am, I really don't think it deserves it. 
Okay, well, can I run down it by category real quick? Yeah, kind go of for different? it. Yeah. And I'll go as fast as I can. Okay, best drama. You already know what's in here. Better Call Saul, which I never got into. The Crown, boring. Handmaid's Tale, been there, done that. Killing Eve, no idea. The Mandalorian, that's my vote if I got one. My prediction, which is different, is for Ozark. Also great show. Then you've got Stranger Things, a little too old. And Succession, a little too boring, I think. So there's my vote and my prediction for Outstanding Drama. My vote would be Better Call Saul, hands down. Also, getting major snubs, Ray Seahorn and Bob Odenkirk. Not anywhere, which is a travesty. Yeah, okay. Don't I, I just said okay. All right. Sure okay. There. I'm going to say Succession. That's your it's prediction? Not, it's my prediction. I think the guy, whoever pulls focus for that show should have won something. The thing just racks back and forth. It makes you dizzy, kind of. Yeah. It's a cinematography joke. Thanks. Uh, you want me to do like two more of the big ones here? Yeah, I do the big okay. ones. All right. Outstanding comedy series, Curb Your Enthusiasm. I didn't know that had been on in the last 10 years. I guess it came back or something. Uh, don't care. Dead to Me, See Above. Uh, the Good Place. on that. Now, that was an NBC show, right? Yep. So it's cool that they got some recognition. Love Ted Danson. Insecure always seemed like a web series to me. The Kaminsky Method. Sorry, I fell asleep. What were we talking about? Uh, the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Been there. Done that. Shit's Creek. Now, I think that's new to voters. It's been around for a while on like Pop TV or something. But it In seems its last like, season, this uh, is it for it. This is just one yeah. shot. And I think um, a lot of people are going to give some body of work votes to uh, Eugene Levy. And uh, that's both my vote and my prediction. The other thing was uh, what we do in the shadows, which I think is garbage. So my vote and prediction are Shit's Creek. I'm going to predict Shit's Creek. Yeah. And also I want to mention Christina Applegate and Linda Cardellini both nominated because, like I said, the show, while I enjoyed it, was not nearly as good as the two of them. So I feel like even if a show isn't that great, the performances that we liked did get recognition or vice versa. You know? Well, let's cap it off with that then. Let's do best actress and best actor then. Okay. In, the same in comedies and dramas yeah. and then we're done? Exactly. We'll skip TV, movie. And Before we go, though, I just want to say as far as limited series goes, it's going to be Watchmen, Watchmen, Watchmen. It is going to sweep everything it's nominated for. Yeah. I mean, it, it is up against Hollywood, which eh, didn't really click with the critics. Yeah. But Although Watchmen, Watchmen is in the zeitgeist, man. It really yeah. is. People are wearing masks in it, man. That's, and it's that's all about true. racial injustice. That's I mean, true. the two biggest things this year are in that show. I mean, yeah. how can you not give it everything? Yeah, I guess you're right. There's, I mean, there's always the Kimmy Schmidt factor because that <laughs> hasn't won a lot before. Is that but. really in competition, really, in, in limited series? Yeah, I don't okay, know. Okay, smartass. Okay. <laughs> all right, let's do your categories and get out of here. <laughs> all right. Best lead actor in a drama series. My vote is for Jason Bateman in Ozark, obviously. Then you've got Sterling K. Brown. This is us. My second and equal split vote is for Steve Carell on The Morning Show, not on Space Force, obviously. Uh, I loved The Morning Show, and I'm surprised he got nominated for anything. Then you got Brian Cox in Succession. He's good. Billy Porter in Pose. He won last year, but I don't care. That's my prediction. I think he gets it over Bateman. He, he already Bateman got it. Carell. I bet you give it to Brian Cox. So you're going to give it to Jason Bateman or Steve Carell or Brian Cox over a, over Billy Porter? Yes, because I'm telling you, Brian Cox is, is that show, right? Isn't he the reason yes. everyone watches it? I mean, there's multiple performances nominated, but I mean, yeah. he's a kind of actor that's been around a while now and everybody likes him. 
you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then the last one was Jeremy Strong, also for Succession, which I don't know if that, that's going to register with anyone. So you're saying uh, Brian Cox, and I'm saying uh, Jason Bateman and Steve Carell, although I think that Billy Porter might be the, uh, the actual winner. I guess we'll see. Women. Women. Yes, please. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> Outstanding lead actress in a drama series. Jennifer Aniston, Morning Show. Olivia Coleman, The Crown. Jodie Comer, Killing Eve. I've never seen she that. She won last year. Okay. Laura Lenny, Ozark. Sandra Oh, Killing Eve. Zendaya for Euphoria. Oh, my favorite. Yeah, that's my prediction. My vote, though, is definitely for Laura Linney and Ozark. I'm Laura Linney all the way. I say Laura Linney deserves it, and I say Laura Linney should win. Okay. Any chance Jennifer Aniston wins for the morning show? No. Absolutely I don't not. think anything from the morning show is going to win anything. I don't, I don't even so know either. why it has that many nominations. It's a fine show. I, I We reviewed it. We said it was a binge. But, I mean, really? Come on. I think they're just like Apple is like, we got to have something, right? The t- Yeah, the timing of it sure couldn't have been worse. When it came out, uh, a lot of that stuff was actually happening. So, okay, two more real quick. Outstanding lead actor in a comedy Anthony Anderson for Blackish, Don Cheadle, Black Monday, Ted Dance in The Good Place, Michael Douglas, The Kaminsky Method, Eugene Levy, Schitt's Creek, Rami, Yousef Rami, which you love. I love Rami. Yeah, what do you say? I would go with Rami, but I don't really have an opinion on these. I'm bored by all of these. This is a category Look what I don't I wrote care down. about. What, did you, what do you have there? I can't read your writing. I didn't write anything down in that category. Oh, okay. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I literally don't care. I'm like, what's wrong with my eyes, man? I don't see anything. Yeah, no, nothing. Okay, moving on. Outstanding lead actress in a comedy series. Now, we really sung the praises of all these people, or most of them. Christina Applegate, Dead mm, to Me. Right there. Deserving. Yep. Rachel Brosnahan has won it before, I right. believe. Linda Cardellini, Dead to Me. Great. I've, I've mentioned her before. We have. We loved her. Issa Rae for Insecure. Catherine O'Hara. Now, this could be a body of work award for Schitt's Creek because she's in all the Christopher Guest stuff that never gets recognized. Like I said, she's a veteran. She's been around forever. She's a veteran, and I wrote a V next to her, not only for veteran, but for vote. And then Tracy Ellis Ross for Blackish, I think, is uh, that show's been on too long. Well, don't say that. My friend works on that, so no. we don't want that to it's end. It's been on. No, not that it should end, but I don't think. I think this is uh, the year of the up and coming. Up and coming. You want to give it yeah. to Catherine O'Hara, and also the veterans. Okay. And everyone I, in the middle. I would, what I do would, I know? I would go with Catherine O'Hara. I'm telling you, people love Shit's Creek. We haven't reviewed yeah. it, but everyone's like, you gotta watch it. And you know, Eugene Levy, Catherine O'Hara, they're fantastic. So yeah. I would not be surprised if it's a real Shit's Creek storm. I agree. Anything else? Like we can't go through all these, but anything no, else can't. jump out? Uh, at you? I, I, yes, yes. A couple things. Jean Smart in Watchmen. She got a nomination. Betty Gilpin. We love her on Glow. Oh yeah. And Maya Rudolph playing my favorite character on Big Mouth, Connie the Hormone Monster. Okay. And how are you not excited for BoJack Horseman? Uh, I am excited for BoJack Horseman. There's a couple snubs I want to mention though. When it comes to sketch and variety. They always crap the bed with this category because I would really like to see, remember the Astronomy Club? Yeah. It was a sketch show. I think they were UCB guys. It was all African-American men and women. Yeah, from you the, loved it. It was a huge binge for you. And also, I think you should leave with Tim Robinson, which was a bunch of rejected SNL skits that are better than 90% of the stuff. I thought that was show. a major purge. I'm on the outs on this. Yeah. I know I'm in the minority on this. But there's only like three nominees. You can't at least nominate them, you know? What can I say? I don't know. Well, there you go. Do you want to actually review like a, a show or movie or something? Yeah, let's go. What do you got, man? Okay, so uh, I was real excited for this movie. 
Uh, it's called Irresistible. And this is Jon Stewart from The Daily Show. It's his second feature film. He wrote and directed it. His first movie uh, did not go over very well. I think I watched about half of it. It was called Rosewater. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not that great. was about the Iranian journalist? Yeah, he was like captured as a terrorist or something like that. This was a whole different swing for him because, you know, he's a he's a fairly, uh, I mean, I don't know him personally, but I would imagine he's a pretty uh, uh, liberal type of guy. You think? <laughs> and, uh, and for some reason, he uh, wrote this script and directed this movie called Irresistible, where Steve Carell plays a version of like Hillary Clinton, you know, not actually her, but someone like her. Plays her. He's a campaign manager. Yeah, he's a campaign manager, and they lose the election, and it's because he was out of touch with the Midwest, right? So this this might as well have been a true story. I don't I don't think it is, but it is not. He goes to the Midwest to help this small town guy win a mayoral election, so that he can learn how to relate to the uh, bumpkins in the Midwest. Chris so, Cooper. Chris Cooper plays the mayor. Yeah, and his daughter Mackenzie Davis. Yes, not Mackenzie Phillips. Right. Very different, very uh, different father-daughter relationship. Yes, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and also Rose Byrne plays like the opposing. Yeah, uh, she's a Republican campaign strategist, and they have this rivalry. And she plays kind of um, what was that lady's name? Uh, Kelly Ann Conway or something. That's kind of who she's playing. I think she's playing a variation of every one of those. (laughs) (laughs) She's gorgeous, Rose Byrne. She's beautiful. I always forget, and then there she is. Anyway, so this whole movie is about. these coastal elites like us mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> learning how to uh, interact with people who uh, actually uh, work for a living. And uh, I thought it was a really interesting message. The way that they went about it was good. There's a couple twists and turns. I don't want to give anything away. No, of course not. Because I don't. But my big concern going in was this was going to skewer the Midwest and like, oh, those podunk morons. Yeah, I you thought know? so too. And uh-uh. Opposite. Opposite. That's what stop right there. The chickens come home to roost story-wise. I thought it was a great script. Yeah. And uh, the script felt one step ahead of the audience, which is fun. Thank God. Yeah. But it also was not mean-spirited, which I thought it was going to be too. Now, Jon Stewart's being punished for his friendliness to the blue-collar folks because this only has a 40 on Rotten Tomatoes with the critics. And 70 with the audience. Yeah. So that sort of makes his point. Yeah. Us coastal elites... Um, and you know, how we, how we look at the, uh, flyover States is kind of making his point with that score on Rotten Tomatoes, but I liked it a lot. You still haven't said whether or not you liked it. I did. I didn't think it was awesome. I will say this because you have to pay for it right now because it's on demand. It's a theatrical release that got dumped to on demand. Right. Right. I say binge it when it becomes more available. You don't have to pay for it now. Bookmark this for later and watch it when it finally streams for free on one of the platforms. Now this is a whole wrinkle in our format because when we started this thing, we weren't going to do stuff that you had to pay for, but now, or or we weren't going to do theatrical releases, but now theatrical releases don't exist. It's only streaming. And yeah, it was 20 bucks. It's a lot. Yeah. See if I paid 20 bucks for this now, I'm not going to give away how I watched it. Naughty. But <laughs> You're a naughty little pirate. I'm a naughty little pirate, but I did watch it and I didn't pay 20 bucks. But I remember thinking, I don't think I would pay 20 bucks for this. I think I would wait, but it's still good. It, I still enjoyed it. Like I said, you don't have it figured out, you yeah. know, and that's what I liked about it. I didn't think, I didn't know where it was going. And then it legitimately surprised me. So yeah. good work, John Stewart. 
yeah, it was great. It's definitely a binge. Demo has a point. Maybe wait a little bit longer and it'll be five bucks to rent instead of 20. But uh, we both give it a binge. Yep. Back to me. Back to Demo. Yes. I have a Netflix original movie called The Old Guard. It's two hours and five minutes, and it stars Charlize Theron, Kiki Lane, and Chiwetel Ejiofor. And I got that I right. I can't believe you made it through that. I first down the phonetic spelling. First take. <laughs> it's, it's all right Did there. Really? Chiwetel Ejiofor. <laughs> there it is, man. How about that? Because I was like, every time I look at it, I'm like, even when I hear it, and I re- like he'll be on talk shows, and he'll be like, I got it. I got the name. I'm not going to get it wrong. And then it shows up in print and I'm like, I'm out again. I don't know how to yeah. begin with this. So I looked up and the thing was, when you look up his name, it doesn't even say like you have to find a way to pronounce it. It breaks it down phonetically right there for you. Yeah, you got to. For sure. So this is based on a uh, comic book of the same name. I didn't know anything about it. Now, when I watched this, I went in cold. I had no idea what it was about. And the premise was awesome. Now, if you go onto Netflix, their blurb tells you the premise. So I'm going to say right out the gate that it's about a team of soldiers that are immortal. And they've been living for centuries trying to right the wrongs in society. Yeah. And so when they die, they like regenerate like a video game. Yes. And I thought the premise was great. It's super watchable. Some great fight scenes, but it's not awesome. I feel like some stuff was left out. I feel like there could have been more movie here. I know they've set it up for a sequel, but I feel like it doesn't live up to its premise. Cause I was like 15 minutes in and I was like, yes, this is going to be awesome. And by the end, it just kind of like a straightforward action movie that, you know, you've sort of seen before. I think what would have been cooler if they had more flashbacks of like them battling, like in like the fourth century and stuff. There was some of that. Not enough. Yeah. That part was cool. I thought it was pretty good. I thought the opening scene was incredible. Yeah. It really like really got you in. Past that, I ended up hating this movie. Uh-huh. Um, and will have nightmares for the rest of my life after that scene where they drown that girl. Oh, they put her in the Iron Maiden there and throw her in the ocean? Yeah. and she just drowns every day for the rest of her life. Right. She wakes up. Yeah. Uh, that's the most horrifying thing I've ever seen. It was a little disturbing. Yeah, that I kinda, really bothered me. I don't know why. I had like well, a physical reaction to it almost. Oh, good to but, know. But yeah, a lot of good fight scenes. And then I, I heard actually this morning when I was reading up on this a little bit more, I didn't watch the final scene during the end credits. Well, don't give anything away. There's a, maybe a sequel coming or something. Oh, they totally set it up yeah. for a sequel. And I mean, it's doing well. You know, it's got an 82 with the critics and 74 with the audience. I'm with you on the 74. This is an enjoyable movie. It's definitely a binge, but I don't think it's as awesome as it could be. Obviously, you didn't like it at all by the end. By out, the right? end, I was just disgusted. Wow. It, okay. It's so violent, too. You have a real problem with violence, don't you? <clears throat> Sometimes. Yeah, I've noticed that. Yeah. I just It's just a little gratuitous. Do you like the John Wick movies? No. Okay. Yeah, you no. didn't like Extraction either. No. It's it's the same similar type of choreography. Yeah, it actually it reminded me of Extraction a lot. But no, I don't need to see people getting their brains blown out and stuff. Okay. Know. See, I love that stuff. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I do. But yeah. like I said, good, not great, but still a binge. That's The Old Guard on Netflix. 
Back to you again. Wow, an embarrassment of riches for me today. <laughs> All right, I have a Hulu original movie that is one hour and 30 minutes. It is Palm Springs, and it stars Andy Samberg, Kristen... Miliotti. Thank you, and J.K. Simmons. I think everyone's already watched this by now, don't you think? Well, it's one of the first Hulu original movies in quite some time. We should say, though, when they, we say Hulu original movie, it was bought from, like, a festival. Oh, they pick these things up. They're right, still right. not really producing so much as they are buying stuff, slapping Hulu's name on it. Which I don't like. It's not like Netflix where they're actually producing their own content. I mean, they are acquiring stuff too, but to call it a Hulu original. Right. I mean, it premiered at Sundance Oh, this year. So it's a quick turnaround at least. Usually something picks up at Sundance and they wait like a year to throw it out there. But Which we was know. in January, but yeah. did they actually have? Did they have it virtually or something? Or no, no I guess that was in before January this, huh? we were still good. Oh yeah, yeah. You okay. could still go to Sundance, and if you're wearing a mask, it's because you were skiing, <laughs> or All you right. were robbing a bank. Yeah. <laughs> what did you think? I got lost, man. About four, you got lost. About I don't know, thirty or forty minutes in, I was like, wait, what's happening? The plot was just too complex for me. Oh, Joe. Come on. You think I got to go back and watch it again? This was elementary school plotting, dude. Maybe I just thought there had to be more to it. I agree. This movie could have been more. It's very simple. It's Groundhog Day with two people instead of right. one. Right. right. Andy Sandberg's already in this like repeating loop of a day. And uh, Christine. Miliotti. Yes. She gets thrown into it. And as well as J.K. Simmons, he's involved as well. So it's the three of them. They're in this one-day time loop that repeats. There's a lot of fun here. I would say the best thing about this is the chemistry between the three. Yeah, there was a lot to like. Just it didn't add up for me. Really? But I do have a... Can I tell you something about Kristen Milioti? Please. I remember seeing her in a car commercial in like 2000. Mm -hmm. And I was like, she's going to be a huge star. And then she was on The Sopranos. I don't know if you know that. I did not know that. And uh, I just remember from The Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, and now she's a huge star. She's getting there. I can't pronounce her name right, so how close is she? All right? <laughs> she's a household name except yeah. for Indemo's house. Yeah. <laughs> but like I said, this movie is fun. Just go with it. It's, it's like Groundhog Day light. Yeah, but why do you have to make Groundhog Day again? I agree. I agree. We already have Groundhog it's, Day. It's a tired premise, but I think they put a, a, a spin on it with the acting that gets away with it. The script's not anything awesome, and it doesn't really have any, like, moral center by the end. You know, I mean, like, Bill Murray had to, like, you know, change his entire outlook on life right. to get out of it. He had to become a different person. Right. This is more like, how do we get out of this? I think I figured it out a way. Okay, yeah. the end. And it's 90 minutes, which like I always say is not a great sign. I say that's a good sign. Why do you keep mocking one hour and 30 minute movies? Because it wasn't a 90 page script. It was probably a 110 page script and they cut 20 minutes of it because it wasn't very good. That's the only explanation of why a movie would be that short. I think that's concise. I applaud <laughs> the one hour and 30 minute movie, even two hours. I'm saying the greatest movies ever are pretty much two hours. And you can say, oh, not what about the epics? What about the Godfather and all that? I get all that. But generally speaking, you can tell a good story in two hours. You don't need all that bloat. Yeah, I that's agree. A, that's a huge generalization I know I'm making there. <laughs> huge. But that's how I feel. When I see something that's an hour and 30 minutes and I'm on my couch, I'm like, okay, cool. I'm more likely to commit to watching it because I know it's not you know, going to take my entire day. Well, I already told you how I feel about this. What do you think? 
I think it's good enough that it's a binge. Just like I said, it's sort of like the old guard. Don't go in expecting this awesome thing. Go in and keep the expectations low and you'll enjoy it. And this is free if you have Hulu. Yeah. Were there ads in the middle of it? Nope. Were there for you? I'm trying to remember. Because, you know, some Hulu things, there's ads if you don't. Yeah, have, I know. Yeah, I know. I use my girlfriend's account and we get ads for the shows, but not for movies. Oh, okay. So there you go. All right. So Palm Springs starring Andy Samberg, Kristen Milioti, J.K. Simmons on Hulu. Demo says binge. Yep. Okay, Joe, I bequeath my time back to you. Please don't use that word. I don't know what it means, but it sounds disgusting. (laughs) Um, Now back to something that really matters a lot in times like these, now more than ever. Zac Efron. Zac Efron is going to save the world. He just might, man. Have you ever met him or worked with him? No. I haven't either. I'd really like to. I'll bet he's a super nice guy. From what I understand, good guy. Yeah. Doesn't take himself too seriously. Seems like it. Right. He could be a total Hollywood a-hole. Yeah, I don't think he is. I mean, I have no way of knowing, but... This is just our guess. Yeah, we're just guessing what Zac Efron's like in real life. (laughs) Great premise for a podcast. (laughs) What's Zac Efron really like? (laughs) This week on what's Zac Efron like in real life. Um, Anyway, so this is a show on Netflix. It's sort of a docu-series, but it's sort of an educational thing, too. It's called Down to Earth with Zac Efron. And what he does in this series, he goes around with this wellness expert named Darren Olean. Yeah. And they go to, uh, the first one, they go to Iceland. That's the one I watched. Yeah. They do some, like, um, holistic medicine type of stuff, like spa treatments and, like, hot rocks and that type of stuff. Uh, So if you have any interest in, like, uh, holistic medicine, this is for you. But even if you don't, the places they go, man, are so beautiful. Yeah. I think I should try. I've never, like, really been outside of California or the West Coast. You need to get out, man. Yeah. Iceland. You know how many people I know have gone to Iceland in the past few years? It's a big uh, vacation spot right now. Huh. Well, it looks beautiful in the show. Yeah. So maybe, I don't know, maybe I Two will. of my friends went, right? And they yeah. went on Facebook Live, and they are walking around Iceland, and I am watching it in my apartment in Studio City. <laughs> I was like, that's some crazy cool technology. Yeah. You know what I mean? I get to watch my friends literally in real time walking around a village in Iceland. Pretty cool. Yeah. Anyway, the, but the show is about, you know, the environment for the most part, right? Yeah. And they go to that place that, like, they're sort of, they're pseudo-fracking, they're putting geothermal. water in Geothermal, right? Yeah. yeah so hot they, springs and stuff. Right. And then they bake bread in the ground, they make chocolate. All I can think of is they run into a bunch of women, and are the women freaking out that it's like Zac Efron? Or do they not know? But even if you don't know, <laughs> wouldn't you go, oh my God, who's this super hot guy we're spending the day with, right? Yeah. I hope we can get that drop and put it on one of these buttons. <laughs> what but drop? Who's that super hot guy we're spending the day with? <laughs> I'll edit it for a future show. There's a few things you've said uh, lately that I'd like to get on these buttons. Yeah. Somehow. Hey, look, it, I, I'm straight, but Zac Efron's a good looking dude. I can say that. Yeah, no, I know. Right? Yeah. And he's he's bulked up a little bit, too. He's yeah. Not and all... and his, his uh, buddy there, he's jacked as well. Yeah. Well, I'm jealous of these dudes. Honestly, yeah. they get they get to be ripped and travel the world and put on a little show. Yeah, but it's a great show, and I'll tell you what. Did as, you watch them all? Uh, I watched the first two. <sighs> How many are there? There are eight episodes that average about 40 minutes each. But you get the idea. Yeah. I'll, I'll watch the rest of them. 
it's just really interesting. You know, the hosts are likable and it's a fun show. It's educational. You know, watch something educational once in a while. See how it feels. Not you, but just people in general. Thanks, Joe. So this I give is, it a so This is great. Should I just say the that I give it a binge? Please. Okay. It's a binge. Okay, so recap. Irresistible, the John Stewart movie that you have to buy right now or rent. You have to pay to rent right now. And we're saying wait till it streams on platforms you have to pay for it and then binge. Yeah, or find a few buddies to split it with or something. It's a little spendy for one or two people. Still cheaper than going to the arc light, though. Yep. The Old Guard, Charlize Theron movie on uh, Netflix. Demo says binge. Palm Springs on Hulu. I couldn't even make it all the way through. Demo says it's great. Sounds I didn't say it was great. I said it's good. Okay. I said it's a serviceable, enjoyable movie. Serviceable. That's what they should put on their poster. <laughs> <laughs> serviceable. And down to Earth with Zac Efron. Uh, global ecotourism uh, docu-series on Netflix. Very cool. And you can jump in and out of that. It's not like you have to have seen the, every one of them, but it's good. Pick that place you want to travel to and watch it. Yeah. Start with the place you want to go. But they're all beautiful. And that was four binges today? Yeah. A couple light binges, but... Nothing awesome, but stuff yeah. that's enjoyable and worth your time. I think everything here you can watch, but just don't think you're going to watch something incredible. Kind of like this podcast. Yeah, exactly. Enjoyable, serviceable, if you will. <laughs> How's your podcast, Demo? Serviceable. That's the word. That sounds right. Anything else you want to mention, man? No. Where can they find us? Okay. So email us your suggestions, binge or purge podcast at gmail.com. Instagram at binge or purge podcast. Twitter at binge or purge. Facebook slash binge or purge. You can find us anywhere, really. And you can listen on Spotify now, iHeart. Uh, Listen Note, and of course, Apple iTunes, Google Play, YouTube, YouTube. Yes, I always forget to say that one. And, and don't worry, there is no video. It's just audio on YouTube. Right. Yeah, I'm way too lazy to start cutting that stuff together. Oh, my God. No, I well, can barely get this out. And I've basically been wearing nothing but swim trunks for three months, so I'm like not I really said, camera like, ready. Are you going to get a camera? I'm like, no, I don't want to be seen. The reason I'm doing a podcast is so I don't have to be seen. Yeah. Okay? I agree. So there you go, folks. That's where you can find us. Listen to us. Send us messages, please. We're very lonely right now. So reach out and we'll review your stuff. Yes. As always, we want to thank Jess the Facts. You can follow Jess the Facts on Instagram at the Jesse Greer. That's Jesse with a Y. So for Joe Taylor, my name is Demo. This has been Binge or Purge Streaming Reviews. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next time. <laughs>